0: Welcome to Promo Insiders, the ASI Media podcast for the issues that matter most to the promotional products industry, from hard-hitting news to fun trends and analysis. I'm Teresa Hegel, Executive Editor of Digital Content, and today I'm joined by Roderick Diamond and Mark Lucivero, our two editorial department interns this summer. Thanks for joining us, guys. Uh,
1: Thank you for having us. Yeah,
2: thanks for having
0: us. Basically, whenever we have have interns every summer, I kind of like to get their impressions on uh, the promotional products industry because it's you know a unique industry and a lot of people have never heard of it until they're kind of thrust into it. Um, but also to kind of make it more fun, since we're all still working remotely and the three of us are in three different states. I'm in Pennsylvania, um, Roderick's in Georgia, and Mark is in New Jersey. So I thought it would be fun to kind of share some regional foods and. of incorporate a taste test element into this so we're going to go through a couple of questions to talk about like their entry into the promotional industry but as you guys are listening um please feel free to share your own stories of joining the industry i'd love to hear i love to hear how people kind of kind of fall into this or learn about promotional products so in the comments you know share your questions your comments um maybe even tell us about some regional foods that you guys love because it's it's always fun to hear about you know, here we call them hoagies. Other places call them subs, grinders, whatever. So I did have a hoagie for lunch because I went to Wawa. Um, but I love to I love to hear everybody's like stories about how they join the industry and, you know, fun foods from from your region. So let's let's start out and you guys can just kind of introduce yourselves. Um, tell me about where you went to school and what you're studying. So let's start with uh, Ron.
1: Okay. Uh, good afternoon, everyone. Uh Roger Diamond II. I'm a native of Mobile, Alabama. Uh as Teresa said, I'm currently um interning with ASI via uh Georgia. I'm in Atlanta. Um undergraduate I went to Morehouse College, got my uh bachelor's in history and went on to get my master's at Northwestern University in Chicago in journalism. And now I'm here at ASI as the editorial intern, and
0: yeah. It's all good so far.
2: How about you, Mark? Uh, Mark Hi, everyone. My name is Mark Lucivero, and I am from Randolph, New Jersey. That's where I am right now. And I am going to be a senior at Quinnipiac University in the fall, and I'm a journalism major and a political science minor.
0: Awesome. So, obviously, you guys have been with us for a little while now. I guess it's been about two months, maybe. So before you started this internship, what did each of you know about the promotional products industry at all did you had you ever heard of it before, or is it totally new when you were coming into it um We'll start with uh, how about mark you can start at this time
2: so i had I had heard like the term promotional products, but I didn't really know what really went into promotional products and and something that I really quickly learned is that there are so many promotional products. almost anything can be a promotional product, and that was something that I did not know at all coming into this. So I've learned so much throughout this experience so far, and from something just like simple like that to a lot more of the complicated terms and stuff i've I've gotten to figure out. Awesome.
0: Um, how about how about you, Rob?
1: Um yeah, I kind of agree with Mark there. like I've heard of word promotional products, and you know, it sounds complex, but when you break it down, promotional promotion—that's uh, kind of the big, the big gist of it. But it was a whole completely new industry to me, and thus far, I've learned a lot. And you know, just looking at things we use every day, like that, could be a most promotional product. Looking at the the packaging is food we're about to eat. I'm like, that's probably a promo product as well. So um, it's definitely opened my eyes to a lot and gave me a whole wealth of information uh, of companies, industries, and things like that.
0: Yeah. I mean, a lot of us think about, you know, I I guess, you know, it's obvious you go to the bank and they give you a pen. Okay. That's like a very simple thing. But when you join the industry, you're like, Oh, I didn't realize it could be brownies. It could be, um, frisbees. It could be like, there's so many, it's clothing. It's that there's like, it basically encompasses like anything you could put some kind of logo or, or branding onto. So it's such a broad industry, which I think is nice because when you guys are, are interns, um, we can try to kind of tailor the internship to things that you're already interested in. Like, so you're learning something new, but if you're into sports, for example, like there's plenty of like promo products in sports, so you can incorporate that into your internship. If you like fashion, you know, uh, t-shirts and, um, and and fashion and, and apparel, that's that's a huge part of the industry too. So there's always, there's something I think for everybody because promo products are for everybody. So it just makes sense that we can find something that's going to interest you. So since you guys have started, what would you say is the coolest thing you've learned about the promo industry or the coolest promotional product you've seen so far? And we'll start with you, Rod. Ooh, that's a,
1: that's a, um, I think it's, it's kind of hard because it's so much stuff. Um, I think marketing test is an assignment we had um, doing inscriptions for showcases. cases. It's so many different things we had to describe and write about. And sometimes I know at least for me, I kind of got lost. I'm like, it's really a product. And people are selling this. Um, I think it's just cool. I think the coolest part of how diverse it is and how many products that's you know that they use. Um, I guess an example for a cool product. I think I like the cooling towels that you know you can be used for as it's, it's, it's um, well into summer and it's probably yeah. the highest temperatures anybody has seen. Uh, so you know, a cooling towel that can you know lower. Your body temperature ten degrees, and you can decorate how you want to for any function, function or event. Um, I think that's probably the coolest promo part I've seen thus far. Coolest,
0: <laughs> literally,
2: right?
1: Yes. <laughs> no pun <laughs> intended. <laughs> okay.
2: How about How about you, Mark? So I would say similar to Rod in that I, w- I was impressed with the diversity of how many um, products there are, but also with how big in general the industry is. For a lot of the assignments that that I've been completing over the summer, um, you you send me a list of, of suppliers and distributors from all over the country, and I've never heard of any of them. And then you start talking to these people, and they all have a unique story to tell about their individual products. So for me, I was kind of taken aback by how big the industry really is. And as Rod was saying, with those product showcases going through and talking about some of these different suppliers and distributors, all of them are completely different. So it's been really cool to see how big an indus- of an industry this really is, but also how much of it, like a team atmosphere all of us have working with each other.
0: Yeah. And I think, I think that's great um, because it is an industry that sort of operates under the radar because a lot of people in the industry don't you know, like their their clients don't want people to know where they're getting their stuff. So you know, it is behind the scenes, but they're they have their hands in so many like basically every every different kind of industry you can think of. Um, so so far, what would you say is the most unexpected or strangest thing you've learned during your internship? And we can start with you, Rod.
1: <laughs> um, I think the strangest thing. Or maybe the the weirdest thing I think I was I definitely taken back at how much money goes into to, to the promotional products industry. Um, definitely with the uh, uh, the SOI, the state of the industry um, piece you guys do every year. See how much money how it breaks down by state by state, and seeing you know, what states, you know, what what states draw to which promotional products. I think it was interesting seeing kind of how the characteristics, how we interact, especially how regional things are. Just like we're going to this food, different places kind of gravitate to different things, depending on, you know, the location, geography mm-hmm. and like that. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like we're one country, but there's so many there are so many variations state by state just in, in everything. Well, h- how about you, Mark? What's the weirdest or most unusual, unexpected thing that you've learned so far?
2: I would say instead of uh, the variation per state, the variation of each product. So mm-hmm. going through and talking about some of the products that um, that we've been working with and that I've been writing about throughout the summer, you learn that there are like 50 different ways to write about a cup with a logo on it. And that to me, it, it's really interesting because each of these suppliers and distributors are talking about their cup, about why it's the best. and. there's so many of those that that you read and that you come across and to me that that was that's something very interesting and cool that i've learned while being in this industry
0: yeah that's that's so true that yeah you think of a cup as just being a cup but there's so much more to it than that does it you know keep the liquid cool does it keep it warm is it uh like how big is it what colors does it change color like there's so many different things that that most people don't even think about, but you know, a cup is so much more than just a cup. Um, so, you know, obviously, you guys have a couple more weeks with us, but then you'll be going off either back to school or you know, kind of into the real world or, or whatever your next steps are. But do you think, you know, in the future, you're going to be looking at promotional products in a different way? Like, how is this going to change your perspective in in the future? Uh, Mark, you can start.
2: Absolutely. My, my perception of what promotional products are has even changed now. Whenever I go out and I see things, I'm like, Oh, like mm-hmm. that's a promotional product. And like my friends don't know what I'm talking about. And, and, <laughs> and it's, it's fun for me. And I know that I know now going into stepping back into college and seeing things, especially at my university with what they do on like tours and stuff, the little freebies that they give out. I'm like, that's a promotional product. Like I get it. <laughs> so, um, I, I definitely will will notice that change um, once this internship is over.
0: Okay. H- how about you, Rod?
1: Um, definitely, I'm be I will be looking at uh, promotional products and anything I see in my everyday life differently. Uh, think, just thinking about their purpose or they're trying to promote. Who are they trying to promote? Promote. Um, and definitely, when it comes to me it comes it comes to planning events and helping with that, now I kind of have a resource to actually find this stuff. Um, to help facilitate events, do giveaways. I know cool stuff people might like now.
0: Right, right. You've kind of made some connections now that, that could help you with what with what you do in the future. I mean, yeah, it's definitely like a professional hazard. I think that anywhere I go, I look at, you know, what promotional products are or what things are in the gift shop. And is it good? Is it bad? Oh, who made that? Is there an ASI number on there somewhere? I mean, I can't, I can't stop myself. I think my friends and family, they do laugh at me a little bit, but I mean, it's, it's just, you're going to do it. I think you're going to do it even like, if you're long gone from ASI, I think you'll still be, you know, looking at these items and, and thinking, hey, I might have interviewed this person before the person who made this. So, it's it's definitely kind of an eye-opening um, experience. So, I think I think we kind of exhausted like talking about um, you know our entry into promo. But you know, people who are listening, if you guys have stories of, of how you joined the industry, please you know chime in in the comments. We would love to hear it. But now we're going to go into the the food portion. As I mentioned before, you know, I'm in the greater Philadelphia region, so I call a long sandwich a hoagie. What do you guys call it?
2: Just a sandwich. What? Not even a sub?
0: It's just a sandwich.
2: It's just a sandwich for, hey, you want to go get sandwiches? Like, that's just, that's what we say. Mm -hmm. All right. What do you guys call it, Rod?
1: Just sandwiches. (laughs) Yeah, just
2: sandwiches. I'm I'm shocked. So if you go
0: to Subway, what do you, you just order a sandwich there?
2: Well, I would get it on like a sub roll, is what I would say, or like oh, an Italian roll, yeah. but like we don't call it a hoagie. Oh it, my gosh, it's, just, it's a sandwich. All right, well
0: this this whole live has been ruined. <laughs> no, it's over. It's all over. All right, how about okay? How about this? What about soda or pop? Soda. soda. Okay, good, good. So I used to. I I lived in Ohio for a few years, and they call it pop there, and I really rebelled against that. But I thought <laughs> in the South you guys called it Coke. I thought everything was Coke.
1: Yeah, it was Coke, but it's weird. It's it's, it's generic soda, but we say Coke, but it's different product. But yes, regionally we do say Coke. Do you want okay. what okay. kind of Coke you want?
0: All right, I was like, I, I thought, I mean, I guess like, you know, with, with social media and and the internet, maybe like it's kind of breaking down some of these distinctions regionally because we're also connected. Um, but anyway, so I, because I'm you know like a Philly area girl, a little bit. I'm about an hour away from Philly. But I'm definitely a big fan of Wawa. It's my little Wawa cup. I brought some coffee. So that's my first food to share is my – it's actually a latte. But, you know, everyone in, in this area, we love our, our Wawa coffee and pogies and, and, and all that stuff. So.
2: Well, yeah. So in my town, actually, last year, we got a Wawa <laughs> that opened up. And I'm in North Jersey, and this is yeah. as far north as Wawa has come so far. Oh my goodness. And I personally have not been there because I'm usually not in town much when I'm at school, but I've heard great things and it's, it's mm-hmm. packed all the time. Yeah. People love yeah. Wawa because especially it's a big thing down the, sh- down the Jersey shore. Yeah. I know yeah. there's a Wawa yeah. in every corner. Oh, so yeah. it's, um, it's, it's kind of cool to see it be coming up here. I personally have not tried it yet. I know I will because it's in my town, but it is a very it's popular to um, addition to, to my town now.
0: Yeah. I mean, i Okay, so I did real so so it's in northern New Jersey now. I know that my my brother and sister in law live down in Virginia, and there are wawas down there, but that's about as far as I've seen them go. You guys don't have any wawas down in in Georgia, right, or Alabama?
1: Nope, nowhere near. I think the first wawa I came in contact with, I was an intern in DC um, one okay. summer. So in or Maryland, I think y'all live in Maryland?
0: Yeah,
1: okay. But I was an intern in DC, but that's the okay. closest and my cousin told me like yes wawa that's that's the place. I was like okay.
0: <laughs> I love wawa. I'm a big I'm a big wawa aficionado. Um so okay well with, so that was my first food it was just wawa coffee. That's like a big Philadelphia region thing. I mean if you if you watched uh what is that show on HBO Mare of town it's like always you got to have the wawa coffee.
2: <laughs> I watched the show. It's a good show. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um I don't know who okay Mark,
1: what do you? What did you bring? What is one of your your regional foods? Uh, okay, I think I might have been, went okay. a bit overboard. Uh, okay, so I got the fry. I got fried ribs. Some people call it chicken um, chicken on fried ribs. Oh, uh, literally just deep fried ribs, and people can make a joke saying like everybody in the South loves the If you can, if we can think about deep frying, then they will. And i heard some weird things being deep fried. Um, deep fried but, ribs.
0: I've never, I've never seen deep fried ribs. Yeah, I mean, good. it's
1: just like chicken, but you know, just fried, just fried all the way instead of grilled and baked. And now I use the a, uh, a, a some people call it an Alabama white barbecue sauce. Um, so it's it's delicious. And I think it has a different uh, mayo base to it. Okay, it's real good. Um, and it's not as I guess a good tangy feel. Um, towards it to, to, compared to regular barbecue sauce.
0: OK, so where and where
1: did you get those from? Mm, excuse me. <laughs> I'll
0: just ask you um, when your mouth is full,
1: it's fine. <laughs> it's OK. It's this place in Atlanta called Fox Brothers Barbecue. OK. Really good, delicious. So the okay. most most barbecue places um might have fried ribs. I know back okay. home in Alabama, there's this place I used to go to after school. They had fried rib tips, so basically small fried ribs. And they used to be like two plates for $5. Come with two things of toast and a thing of sauce. Best after school meal ever. So
0: <laughs> Okay. Well that's a that's a pro tip. I'll have to, i to have to I've never had fried ribs before. I didn't even know that was a thing, so I'll have to try that. All right, Mark, what is your what is your first uh, regional
2: food? Okay, so I have three total and two of them go together. So I'll start with the one that does not go together. Okay. And something that New Jersey is known for are tomatoes, which is uh it's a little a little thing that New Jersey is known for, but this tomato specifically uh, was grown in our extensive backyard garden that my mom and I started, um, but we got them from a local farm and uh, they are just starting to turn red now and we are mm-hmm. going to have dozens over the next few weeks. Um, and it's a little tomato and it always tastes better when you grow it. Um, so
0: that's Yeah, it. for sure. Yeah, um, and it's funny because, you know, of course New Jersey is the garden state, which I think is something that a lot of people forget because, you know, we think of Jersey as like the shore or I don't know, highways (laughs) getting to New York or or, or Philly or something. You know what I mean? Like I don't, I think a lot of people forget how many, how much farmland there actually is in New Jersey and you know, like, Oh, it's the garden state. Sure. Whatever. But, but yes, there are gardens and there is uh, farming there.
2: There's a, there's a lot, um, and even not just tomatoes. I know New Jersey is great for cranberries, and then our corn is very good, but it's not quite corn season. We're getting into that. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are there are a lot of things that are always natu- uh, grown locally, and we have a bunch of farmer markets and stuff nearby. Yeah. And it's, it's always fun. And
0: how, how was the tomato? Was it
2: tasty? It was tasty. It was very tasty, yes. <laughs>
0: awesome. All right, so I will do my, my next – actually, since you mentioned something tasty – I will go to Tasty Cakes.
2: Oh yes, I
0: love Tasty Cakes, and that's like a, a Philly area thing. Um, personally, I think these are some of my favorites. Not everyone I I like. They have like the crib bits, which are kind of like the sponge cake with like the vanilla icing, and then the, the candy cakes that are chocolate with like peanut butter and a little cake. And these ones are just like the chocolate cupcakes, no filling. I just they're very classic. I like them. I know people. Um, like my husband, he's more of a hostess guy being from Ohio. I think hostess is disgusting. I've never eaten Twinkie. I think Twinkies are terrible, but if there's uh tasty cakes, I love them. And the other weird thing about my tasty cake thing is so we always had to, as a kid and we always kept the crimpets in the freezer. I don't know why. So like, I love a frozen crimpet. I love to eat that. I like to eat it right out of the freezer. So it's still like, it feels, it's like cold and, and like a little harder and for some reason, I like that. And I've heard other people like this too. So it's not just a weird thing in my family. I've heard other people are into like frozen Tasty Cakes. And this is my little chocolate cupcake.
2: Okay. I can say that, that in like freshman year of high school, I had a huge Tasty Cake phase. And, mm. and like every day, like one of my snacks for lunch would be would be Tasty Cakes. And hasn't come back. It was just like a one year phase, but like yeah. it was a great phase
0: yeah well here's the thing though they used to be better when i was a kid they uh, i think they were bought out by someone later so they don't taste like they did when i was little but they're still, they're still good and they're still better than hostess so poor little debbie or any of those other snack cake brands i'm sorry the tasty cakes are the best
1: oh man not little debbie well, i had to bring little debbie she does nothing to nobody
0: <laughs> i'm sorry but i'm anti little debbie oh. she's on my 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 naughty list
1: Oh wow, yes. yes. That's, that's, a, <laughs> that's a good transition to mine. Is there any other like kind of treats like that that the Philly area or the upper coast likes?
0: Um, I mean, I really think like the the tasty cakes are the, the huge thing. I mean, of course pretzels is the other, you know, of course cheese, yeah. you know, cheesesteaks. I'm not I wasn't gonna bring a cheesesteak on on camera. That was not happening. Um like I said, I had the hoagie and I wasn't going to save the hoagie either because that's way too messy to eat on camera. Like I had to pick and choose things that are not going to be like too, too difficult to eat. Um, oh, water ice. That's right. Melissa says water ice. That's a, the, the funniest thing. I thought that was so weird of like water ice. It seems kind of like an oxymoron. Like water is water. Ice is ice. But water ice is uh, re- like Rita's. Re- that's a huge thing.
1: So that's funny because okay. that Melissa said that. Um, so of course, everybody goes to college. You meet people from different places, and you discuss. Like you ask the soda pop question. Mm-hmm. Uh, we people had a lot of debate about water ice because we used to have water ice trucks when we had events on campus, and people would be like, Ain't that, "Isn't that a slushy? Is that a icy?"
0: Everybody <laughs> No,
1: it's water ice. Water like, it's slushy. No, it's water. <laughs> ice, but slushy. So it's things like that. It's made me thing about that. When <laughs> Melissa said water yeah. ice. All
0: right. Who wants to go next? Who has another food to try?
1: um i can go again since we are going to a little tasty savory sweet type of stuff um this is a, a childhood friend of mine a moon pie uh, these started in tennessee and these are part of my childhood because not only outside of new orleans mobile celebrates Mardi Gras, and these are some of the main things thrown during parades oh
0: really some... people throw them yes so,
1: yes okay I've been hit with boxes of these <laughs> my adolescence with moon pies, but, but I, mean, I guess
0: that's one of the things you don't mind being hit by moon pie because
1: then yeah, because kind of like, it's kinda like think of it as violent grocery shopping. People throw food, <laughs> you have to catch it and put it in the bag, and when one is over, you go home. Okay. Um, right. <laughs> but they have different flavors. I know this is banana. Um, I like banana flavor stuff, but not my favorite fruit, just a little side. Okay. Um, but they have chocolate, they have a, a caramel one and like a peach flavored one, those are some. I'm in so it's that-
0: basically, so what is a moon pie is basically what, like a cake with like icing in the middle? Or what is like the yes. consistency?
1: Yes. I guess I can open it and kind of break it apart. Um, and I always like to tell people when I bring up Mardi uh is that Mobile started the American celebration of Mardi Gras, and New Orleans wasn't first. Oh, it- really? Yeah, because technically the city of Mobile is older than New Orleans, so they celebrated celebrated earlier. And oh, camera! So this is how it kind of looks on the inside. So yeah, mean okay. things like that. Um, we celebrated first, and because uh, we was under French rule before New- even before we even got to Louisiana, things like that. So I like to drop that on people sometimes.
0: Okay, that's really interesting. I did not know that, so I'm I'm glad to learn that little nugget of info. Um. <laughs> Oh, that looks, it looks tasty. Um, all right. So let's see, Mark, you said you have your next one like goes together, right?
2: It does. So being from New Jersey, there are, we, there are a bunch of different things. And one of the things you always hear about is Taylor ham. Oh,
0: yes. And, okay. Yes. and it, it,
2: Very important that it is Taylor ham. It is not pork roll. It is Taylor ham.
0: Is there a difference between the two? Is that the same thing? or
2: um, And it is just a, sorry, can you say that again?
0: Uh, I said, is there a difference between Taylor ham and pork roll, or is that the same thing? You just call it by one, a different name?
2: It is the same thing, but it varies on the region you're from in New Jersey. Okay. If you're from North Jersey, then it's Taylor ham. If you're from South okay. Jersey, then it's pork roll. Um, okay. And pretty much it's the same thing. It's like It's salty, it tastes great, and it goes great on something else that New Jersey is known for, and that is a breakfast sandwich, oh. which is especially good with our bagels our bagels are notoriously bigger than anywhere else in the country um, so would
0: you say you guys have better bagels than new york
2: i mean i'm biased but yes of course <laughs> okay um right. and it is just it it's a favorite of mine breakfast is one of my favorite meals and uh there's a there's a bagel shop in town called alpha bagels and they have just enormous bagels um compared to your normal size. So I definitely can say I'm spoiled with that. Whenever I'm at school and I go and get a bagel, I'm like, what is this? Like, it's really disappointing, (laughs) but it's great being home and being able to have a breakfast sandwich with Taylor ham on on it.
0: Taylor ham and a real bagel.
2: Absolutely. It's great.
0: (laughs) Awesome. Yes. I've heard the Taylor ham pork roll debate before. I'm trying to think um, where Nate is, what he calls it, but I've already forgotten. I'm sure if he were here, he would pipe in and let us know we'll have to ask him at our next meeting um so the only other thing that i brought was um pretzels Utz pretzels which i believe they're let's see huts is in hanover pa um i think that you know of course in like the thing i always remember is like going to, on like field trips to like philadelphia and you just get like those uh giant like soft pretzels from from some guy selling them on the street and as my one friend always said like they have to have that kind of like that car gasoline kind of smell and, and taste to them that really makes it authentic and and delicious. But we also have a lot of a lot of companies that make just like the hard hard pretzels. They're all over uh, with a with specials. Sarah's on, on the chat. Yeah. So these are the special extra dark pretzels. So it's gonna be crunchy. I'm gonna crunch. Hopefully nobody's gonna like be annoyed by my my crunchy noises. But
1: yeah, it's good. is a good one. Pretzels are delicious, and I see how people can hate pretzels.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I love, but I do. I do love a good soft pretzel for sure. Um, but the the hard ones are also a big Pennsylvania thing, mm-hmm. Dixon Philly cream cheese. Ooh, yeah, that sounds good too. Philly cream cheese, of course. I should have brought that too. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I feel I feel like Philly has Philly, The Philly area has a lot of uh, a lot of good uh, things, that, foods that it's known for. So. Um, let's see who okay, so Mark, you are out of foods, but Rod, you still have some left, right? What else did you yeah,
1: bring? I'm out as well. I was trying to bring a dessert. Okay. I was trying to bring a dessert. Uh I couldn't find any kind of unique ones. some out the box outside of like peach cobbler. I would have bought some banana pudding. Um, I love banana pudding. Um mm-hmm. but I learned that there's this thing called peach pudding. So that would have been different. I was looking high and low for it and I think I should, if I was going to bring it I should have got it while I was in Tennessee. I was in Memphis fast week. Oh, um, nice. that's where it came from. So I was like how convenient.
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but it isn't there are so many different types of um you know foods in the region that that people that places are known for and it's really cool when you can actually go there and you know try them in in that spot. Um it is funny to me to go to Oh, I don't know another state, and and what they think a Philly hoagie is is, you know, a cheesesteak or you know a Philly cheesesteak. It's something totally like, wrong. <laughs> like not. not I mean, like, I, and I'm not even. I don't even like cheesesteaks that much. But some some of the ones I've seen in other states are are very questionable, and I don't know what I don't know what they were thinking when they made them because it has nothing to do with um, anything in, in Philadelphia. But what do you like? How about do you guys find like when you go? other places are there regional foods that you see that they're like just not getting right like how about like pizza for instance Um, like jersey has really good pizza right jersey like uh, as our uh, colleague uh nate always talks about he always talks about like the pizza belt where pizza is really good and then if you stray out of that you can get some pizza that's very disturbing
2: yeah, so I'm I'm very lucky to uh, be surrounded by great pizza, not only at home in New Jersey, but also at school in the New Haven area, which I, is some of the best pizza. I personally am a Frank Pepe's guy. For anyone who, who knows New Haven pizza, I think that that, that is the best pizza Um But definitely when you stray outside of that, whether to the south or even sometimes up north in New England, I was in Massachusetts a few weekends ago for one of my friend's birthdays, and we had some pizza and it was just not good. It was just it was and they're like, wow, like this is like this is our place. This is so good. I'm like, how can you eat this and be happy after it? it, it so <laughs> how can you
0: eat this and be happy after. That's the point. Like, how can you be? Ha- you can eat it, but are you gonna be happy afterwards? No.
2: Yeah, no. But like, I, I enjoy like eating it and being like, wow, like this is really good. You want to go back for more. Um, so de- definitely with pizza, and then also with breakfast sandwiches. As I said before, like I go out in Connecticut and get a breakfast sandwich, and it's just so disappointing.
1: <laughs> what
0: about what is pizza like in, in the South?
1: Uh, ooh. This is very, you know, it's very general. But I will say I did get to experience one of the Pizza Hubs in Chicago when I was there for grad school. Um, tried to deep dish. It was, it was different. It was a different experience. How much cheese and how thick it was, that, that was a different experience for me. It was interesting. And I kind of got, I'll say I got going on regularness, kind of got turned off by pizza because now people are trying to add everything to it. When I first heard the the pineapple, I guess, pizza craze, I'm like, what? Why?
0: I actually like it. But yeah, it is it is definitely a weird, a weird type of pizza. And I'll I actually pizza. like it. I don't mind it either.
2: Which is yeah, people can say what they want, but I don't mind it.
1: So how about this? Would you try a seafood pizza?
0: Oh yes. Oh my gosh. Love it.
1: <laughs> that was what my friend had we was in Memphis and uh, what my friend had, we was at a, a little brunch spot and I think they served brunch. All day, and we got that kind of late around two three o'clock, and you're like, "Yeah, I'm getting a seafood pizza." I'm like, "Seafood on pizza? Like, I That kind of made my stomach turn. I'm like, "That's a lot going on right there for you me." You want,
0: yeah, you don't want, you want like a more classic, like regular yeah. pizza. But yes. I had this pizza. It was down in like the Richmond, Virginia area. Um, I Forget what the place was called, but they had this Chesapeake like crab pizza. I think it was like a deep dish pizza, and it had like Maryland like crab all of. Oh, it was so good. I still think about that pizza, and I wish I were having some right now, to be honest with you. It was like some of the best pizza I ever had.
2: So, going to Rod about seafood pizza, I, I spoke briefly about Frank Pepe's in New Haven before, and the pizza that they are known for is actually a white clam and bacon pizza. And it is the best pizza <laughs> I have ever had. The
0: expression on your face right now, Rod, is
1: and yeah, I'm, I'm do not try that
2: and <laughs> i and i bring my friends up and of course i say like we have to go to this pizza place because it has been ranked the best pizza place in the country and i say think of all the pizza places in the country and this is ranked number 1 and i say you have to try the white clam pizza and they say white clam on a pizza like you you just have to try it and it's just—it's consistently the best pizza that I've had. It's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah.
0: I want now. I want to try it. I'm like, I'm—I'm I'm gonna have to like take a road trip and and go get this pizza. It sounds awesome.
2: It's great. Yeah, I, I, it does not disappoint.
1: Yeah, I, I definitely. I I, miss, I missed. I had the chance to visit New York before the pandemic started, and I was definitely gonna try the New York slice pizza they always talk about because you know it's, it's just you know it's just one of the things you probably have to try. Just saying, okay, mm-hmm. I tried it. Um, but I know for the South, we care a lot about our chicken finger places. And I know at least back home, the biggest debate that we have, we have this place called Fusaclys, and it's kind of a mom and pop type chicken spot, but it's slowly expanding, but they rival with so Fusackley's, Zaxby's and Raisin Cane's. Personally, okay. I don't like Raisin Cane's cause, uh, I had a bad experience. Um, I ate there and it was a, supposed to be a chicken tent, but it had a bone in it.
0: Oh.
2: I'm
1: like that. That's, that's not, not good. That's not supposed to have it. It's not how works. <laughs> um, so I like Zaxby's, but um, Fooseactors is kind of like a home place for us. Uh, but yeah, we kind of care a lot about chicken finger places. And yeah.
0: Okay. So yeah. So it's the chicken fingers in the South, and we have our whole pizza debates up here. Um, but anyway, so I you know I think it would just be I, I think this was really fun. I'm I'm glad we had a chance to kind of like. Have a little taste of, of what everyone's like region is and talk about promo so um i really appreciate you guys taking a couple of minutes from your day to to talk with everyone in the industry and thank you guys so much for for being our interns this summer it's been great so far
2: thanks for having us it's been a, a great opportunity yes all
0: right have a great day everybody
1: bye everyone